G'day everybody and welcome to episode 8 of The Chat Show. I have a very special guest. I've been trying to get this lady on uh, for a very, very long time now. She's all she's already laughing. Uh, now we've got the video. She's throwing in a little bit of a sponsorship thing there for Nutrition, Nutrition Republic. Um, but my very successful um, producer, coordinator, Erin uh, Cutts, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Will. How are you? Yeah, very well. So now, just giving a bit of a heads up why we're not in the same room uh, during this weird corona time is you're actually in self-isolation at the moment, correct? Loving it. Day Loving five it. of so 14. Day five of 14. You haven't gone too crazy yet. This is the first time you've actually put on proper clothes and dressed up and put makeup on for probably five days. So five I'm trying days, to keep yeah. you... Yeah, I'm trying to keep you sane keep as possible. Sane. Um, so for everybody who is uh, listening today, again, if you listen to any podcasts around the world right now, everyone's doing them remotely. So the level of quality has obviously dipped a little bit. What is a tad disappointing, uh, but you get to see our beautiful faces now. Um, so we can put this out on, out on socials, um, etc. How's your audio quality, sis? Don't give me that look. Yeah, it's fine. It's, okay. it's not crash hot but it's fine like it's it'll do. um so for, for this element of, of what we're talking about is we we both have very um well at the moment i don't and neither do you so we're going to talk about a number of things regarding your career um at the moment because i think your career is very interesting for a 24 year old plus what the last two weeks were like for you being pretty much the only production in australia still running from my understanding that you told us and that you're self-isolating in my apartment, what means I've been stuck and crashed back home. <laughs> Thanks, that, bro. <laughs> yeah, pleasure as always. Um, so what, what we'll do is we'll go into a couple of things, but for you at the moment, self-isolating, what have you done? Uh, how has my apartment stacked up for you? You haven't gone crazy yet, but what have you been watching? What have you been doing? Well, for those listeners that don't know why I'm self-isolating, so I was working, I kind of jumped states every six months on average, bit of a nomad. Um, but I was working in Broken Hill on a TV series and probably we found out on Sunday that South Australia were shutting their borders and we were still working at that point. But then it hit Tuesday and unfortunately we got shut down like every other production in Australia and pretty much the world really. The film and TV industry has been hit pretty hard by coronavirus, like a lot of industries have. And unfortunately, we've all kind of been put to a stop still. So I got the joy of driving back to SA on Thursday, crossing the border, catching up with some border control policemen. And now I'm facing 14 days self-isolation, which is super fun. Um, Haven't gone too crazy yet. I'm trying to keep as normal a routine as possible. I didn't set an alarm this morning, but, you know, get up, keep the gym gear on watch some movies, try and call at least two friends or family members a day. And then Will and many other people said, why don't you download the Centre app? So I've been trying to do yoga and Pilates at home to keep semi-sane. So we're going okay at the moment. Um, giving a little shout out to, to Hemsworth here. He's done actually a very good thing. Um, I yeah. had another squiz through today um, at some things. I will start tomorrow, Chris. But what have you been doing on the old Centre app, sis? Oh, see, I'm a bit of a Pilates yoga type of person. So they do classes between 20 and kind of half an hour. So I've been trying to pump out two Pilates classes a day and then my own stretching or a yoga and a Pilates class. Not quite ready to tackle the hit yet. No, Haven't been no. for a while. 
No, I saw one of his ones that was the old boxing one, and the guy looked way too ripped for uh, my boxing. I'm like, where's the like you know beginner class that we can start on? So cooking, I dropped off. I did get Beth's uh, brother of the year by dropping off a coffee to you a couple of days ago. Yeah, it was so great. Very, very good from me. Um, and you did just get your coffee in from Nutrition Republic, so using your free Uber Eats. Um, yeah. Again, Discount code. Co- I have a slight coffee addiction. Yeah, so... How much did you pay for your bloody Nutrition Republic coffee? I know you're getting it free delivery, but was there a good up price? Do you think on their coffees? Oh, I mean, it was six fifty, but it's worth every cent. Okay, very fair. Uh, I still think that's ridiculous. Um, I, but now, I so, average five ten to five thirty a coffee because I drink almond milk, like the basic bitch I am. Yeah, you are a very basic bitch. Um, so you've found my place all right. Obviously, you're keeping it clean. Uh, it's actually been some perfect it, weather for you. Because I don't know how some people in this world are doing this now, self-isolating in, or just isolating and social distancing in freezing weather or coolish climates. Like outside today, it's 22 or 23, but it's not too bad Yeah. in, to, in relation to where some other people have. I saw some people area actually running marathons on their balconies. Is in that there? something yeah, you, I saw that too. I was is that something you'd be interested in? Um, yeah, I was doing laps around the kitchen table yesterday. Hannah and I like to do phone call walks. And so Ooh. we, um, yeah, so we were on the phone and I did probably oh, at least 50 laps around the kitchen bench, got real dizzy and then had to rotate with the hallway up and back for a while. I think the neighbours were like, what the fuck is this kid doing? But steps are important. Yeah, well, there's not much, um, uh, the space is big enough, but it's not much to run around in. So at least you're doing that sort of <laughs> stuff. Um, so what I wanted to get in before we discuss family shit and uh, everything, because I think this, we can go into some funny moments. Um, I think you've got a very interesting career path that you've gone in uh, moving out 18. I guess a lot of people already move out at a, at a young age, but moving into state and you are very successful, probably the most Thank successful you. person of the four of us uh, in saying that. But give us a bit of a rundown of Don't sell yourself where you yeah, I know, but if we're going to go, it's you one, me two, Amanda three, Dean four. Ah, uh, yeah, but fair. yeah, the the internet is a bit dodgy at the moment. So if anyone hears anything cut out, uh, we're sorry for that. Um, so Bond University, um, it's a very prestigious university, doing very well there. A number of short films, um, etc. Then going on to Harrow, what I actually quite enjoy, and I'm sure you've got some great, uh, great stories from that. And the Commons that a lot of people would have seen in the viral marketing of uh, 2019, 2020 festive period. Uh, did that come out on Christmas Day or was it Boxing Day? Yep. Which Christmas one was it? Christmas. Day, yeah. Okay, good, good. See, Christmas. I listen, but. Uh, go us, uh, take us through your little career that you're going on um, at the moment and what yep. show, I'm, I'm guessing you're allowed to go into what show you were just on um, or production of that or if not, just hide yep. that uh, at the moment. So, uh, yeah, go from there, sis. Um, so, yeah, as Will briefly mentioned, I don't know how in-depth he went into it because it cut out, but mm. I moved when I was 19 to Queensland and studied film and TV at Bond University. So that was a kind of bond do trimesters so it was a pretty hectic degree we didn't have much time off but loved it it kind of implemented that work hard play hard attitude that you need if you want to make it in the film and tv industry um and so yeah when I finished uni I kind of like most people struggled to get a job for a little bit I threw back to my childhood career of being a kid's party entertainer 
used to dress up as a princess and a fairy on the weekends. It's great, good cash, good fun, pretty tiring. Don't recommend doing it while hungover. It takes a lot of seeing and dancing energy. Um, so I did that for a while and then kind of cracked it in the industry, just started working out as like a PA production secretary. So down the bottom runs of the office then kind of jumped up pretty quick. Um, so yeah, as we said, I worked on the Commons in Sydney last year as the production coordinator. So pretty crazy <laughs> job. So for people who don't know, the production coordinator kind of looks after all the cast. Um, so their travel, their accommodation, making sure they get places on time, booking all their appointments, fittings, hair and makeup, writing the call sheet with the second AD every day to say when people go where and what we're filming and what we're doing and kind of managing the office as the like head of department there. So I did that last year, which was an insane job. The film and TV industry is pretty taxing, not gonna lie. Like most people are contracted for say 38 hours a week minimum, we're 50 minimum. And I'd say on average, you're averaging a 65, 70 hour week every week, depending what roles you're doing. So I've kind of done five productions straight. So as yeah. crap as isolation is, kind of keen for a bit of time to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, I was just working in Broker Hill. Unfortunately, we only got three weeks in um, on a job for Channel 7 and Endemol Shine Australia. So and. Endemol usually does like Big Brother, Survivor, all those type of reality shows is their niche. But they have another wing of Endemol Shine based out of Melbourne um, with a producer called Imogen Banks. So she kind of runs the drama part of their program and she's on shows like Offsprings and Sisters. And she's currently producing a show about the Royal Flying Doctors. So that's why we're out in Broken Hill. <laughs> Unfortunately, we got shut down after three weeks. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be a cracker show when we can get back to it. Um, so I think in, in your industry uh, and your roles, similar to me in sometimes dealing with the athletes and you're dealing with uh, some movie stars, I won't get you to go into any finer details, but who would be the, and not also, uh, yeah, let's just say, who would be your three uh, when you first started to work with them that you were like, wow, this is, this is cool doesn't have to be top three because I think that can really, um, um, yeah, so you, you know what I mean though. So give, give me three of the, the first sort of actors that you worked with or out of this whole time and you went, wow, okay, here we go. Well, this is pretty cool. The, the first actors I worked with. Um, oh, so like just well, three the of the biggest one, ones that you knew you'd made it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say I've made it, but um. Look, working with Ken Jong was pretty cool. We, yeah. His agent was a very special person, yeah. and I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Um, navigating his travel and transport was an interesting time for yeah. the three days he was here in Australia. Um, let me think. So on the Commons, we had some pretty cool people. We had David Lyons, um, who I don't know if a lot of people would know him. He's an Aussie guy, lives in LA, downright absolute legend, love him for bits. And Joe Froggett, who was our lead, She's amazing from Downtown Abbey and was just in Liar. So, and yep. it was quite funny because she's in Liar with our dear friend, Yellen Grafford, who I got to work with for two seasons of Harrow, who is an yep. absolute amazing human being. So, yeah, we went from Yellen on Harrow too to his co-star so, yep. on um, The Commons and then back to Yo again. So, yeah, we had some pretty cool people in a few Aussie shows, which has been awesome. So, yep. who knows where we'll go next. No, it's 
I'm guessing it's that that industry where like you said you never know who's going to rock up or you never know uh, what's going to happen each day and you just have to be ready for everything. Are you hearing everything fine or is it a little bit iffy at the moment? Oh, you cut out a fair bit, but yeah, I don't I know what I don't know what at the moment's going saying. on. I don't know what's going on at the moment with um, the internet here because I don't think it's yours. It must be mine. So I might even try and just reset the router for like a second, because yeah, not not reset the router, just change to a different. Um, just give me a second, and we'll we'll pause the pod at the moment. We'll go into an ad break, yep. and then we'll, we'll come back. Do you like stuff? Because I sure do like stuff. And do you like promoting your stuff? Well, don't be afraid to send us a message at thechatshow at gmail.com wanting to promote your stuff in a segment like this right now. While everyone's having a break, you know, refilling their coffee cup or looking at their boss going, oh, really, he's still doing this? Now, that's what you do right now. Send us through and we'll promote your stuff on the show. Pretty much, it's so easy. And we're back on two, one. Uh, and we're back. Uh, so we just had some audio problems. And I think everyone in the podcast world, audio world at the moment, is going to go through these things um, while we develop and get used to social distancing and not having people in the studios that we have. So now I, I want to go through um, one of your earlier roles because uh, I'm just looking at your – I think it must be cool. So you've got an IMDb page. Yeah. So when – I do. Uh, uh, when, do you have a wiki page? No, I don't. Uh, Wikipedia. Let's have a look. Nah, you won't be able to find uh, me. Nah, you don't. Um, but one thing, Ellison, a lot of people say you haven't made it until you've got a wiki page, but I'm guessing you haven't made it in the film industry until you've got your IMDb. Now, it also yeah. says here, add or change your photo. Why haven't you done that yet? You're a blank well, person right now. The- you need- <laughs> I don't have IMDb Pro. But what uh, you'll find is when you work on a job, someone from that production puts your role on to compile your IMDb page. Like uh, I don't sit at home at the end of every job and go, oh, got to put the commons on. Like yeah, a part okay. of the production team will actually add you on. But if you get oh, so IMDb it adds them to Pro, their page and then they sort of connect adds, with you. Uh, yeah, which adds you. So then they've got to make sure they find the right you because occasionally there's double up. Um, but if you've got IMDb Pro, then you can like add your own photo and stuff like that. But it's a bit of an odd flex because people occasionally think I'm joking when I say I work in film and TV. And one yeah. time I was like, yeah, just look me up on IMDb. And they're like, yeah. oh shit. And I was like, boom. Yeah, you've <laughs> so got to do it though. IMDb juice. Yeah, it's Because uh, I think when you get to some point of it, now I did obviously do a little Google uh, search for you just before. Um, you're even on... You're on Star now. You're on all these. Oh, that's from little... uni. Yeah, I know. That's um, from when you used to try and get free extras. Yeah, free extra roles. Um, so one yeah, thing I want to talk sure about thing. was uh, everyone's favourite Australian uh, sci-fi epic uh, occupation. Now, again, yeah. you'll obviously only ever talk good things about any of the productions you're on. Now, that was probably one of your first major sort of roles on a big production. What have you learned from occupation? Yeah, first job. What have you learned from occupation now and how did you do you bring that into, say, the Commons or Royal Flying Doctor Service or all your work on Harrow? What what has you noticed has either changed in yourself or how have you gone from occupation to where you are now? Because that's three or four years now that this happened and you've you've grown and and developed in your role. 
I think the thing is too, I mean, I started out on that. That was my first job, which I got through one of my uni lecturers who there was a few people that quit in the office and they needed people ASAP and they were like, okay, cool. Come to work now. You start now. And I was like, oh yeah, cool, 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 cool. I'd been out the night before, got home at like 3am, got a call at nine. I was like, yeah, ready. Like, but I think it's really important that people start on those lower budget jobs or do a low budget job once or twice in their life. So I mean, I try and avoid low budget from now on, but it's kind of (laughs) nice to know that there's some jobs where you literally have to do everything and and anything. Like we're all one team, which sometimes I think the industry forgets that it's different departments against departments. It's not, we're making the same production. So there was a lot of doing jobs that weren't necessarily your job or helping out people where need. Like, yeah, we've all got to grab someone a coffee one day or, you know, you've got to help all different departments, which I think is a great learning experience for a lot of people jumping in on those jobs. So, but also then you kind of realise when you move up to the bigger scale productions with more experienced teams, really how much you can learn and experience from them, which is pretty cool. Like, Yeah. So what would you say is, because you'll say you haven't made it, what I also agree with, but you are working on productions that are on TV shows, et cetera. What would be the day you went and either you got home and you lay in bed and you're like, yeah, not that I've made it, but that was a really cool day. Do you, do you have any of those that stick off the top of your head? Like you've just gone, this was the day, this is why I'm doing this. Um, God, that's a tough one. Like I think... Yeah. There's a lot of times I kind of sit back and go, what is my life? Like even the first time walking into Fox Studios for the Commons, I was like, oh yeah. Because if anyone's been to the Gold Coast Studios, they're literally just sheds. Like they're cool, but they're just sheds. Whereas Fox is that real kind of like you feel when you were walking to Universal or something. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe when I get to finally line produce or produce my own film, that's when I'll be like, yes this is it fam walk down that red carpet but you still I think no matter how long you've been in the industry it's still kind of that fun of seeing your name in the credits or making a show that's actually meaningful I think will be that real day my um Rumi Marika and I talk about this a lot actually you come away from certain jobs or certain shows and you go yeah that script you know that cast or there was really that message there that's super important where other ones you literally just feel like any other nine to five yeah. So yeah, there's yeah, there's some cool ones like that. Like she there's a lot of them that all worked on Safe Harbor, which was um a show about refugees and like Marika and a few of my other friends all said they came off that and they're like, Yeah, this was a really important story. We're glad we got to be a part of telling. So yeah, I good. think yeah. Yeah, so hoping for lots of jobs like those or if I can write my own that you can sit back and be like, Yeah, I'm glad I was a part of telling that story. No, that's fair. I think I think whenever I see you in a uh your name at the end of any credits of anything normally again we just press skip to next episode skip to next episode but i do get a kick out of seeing your name there so it's a little kudos from me to you um right now so royal flying doctor service obviously coming up now again what happens in two months um it's a different story for like everyone in this world at the moment everything's shutting down unless you're in a, a central service who would you say is like you said ken jong before and a couple of the other people who have you learned the most out of um in your roles uh and like, like what's one thing that you can and this can be in any job um but i feel like you've got yeah. a lot of experience for someone at a younger age what is one thing that you can 
teach people a little saying or, or something that, that you can live by because you've done very well at such a young age and you work hard. Um, so yeah, something, something like that. What, what is something that you've learned in the last couple of years that you can put onto other people, especially young people trying to make it um, in, in the industry? Because again, you've done very well for yourself at such a young age. Thank you. Um, that's kind of a hard one. I think a lot of it is about working hard. I, and like, it's a bit of a saying that the film industry is your life. And unfortunately it is like, you can't bring your baggage to work. You can't expect to have a life while you're on a production. I mean, I may sit in an office 65 hours a week, but I would come home and get phone calls all hours of the night, phone calls at five, 6 AM because we have to change the call sheet or, you know, things like that happening at different hours of the day. And you just have to appreciate that it's kind of, there's so many people (laughs) that want your job as well. And you're only as good as your last job was something I learned very, very on, very early on, you know, you could have an amazing career for five, 10 years, stuff up one job, that's it. Like you are only as good as your last job. So it's all about, you know, just getting in there every day, working hard and also having fun with it too, because I mean, everyone becomes like your family in an office, which I'm sure they do with a lot of other productions, but there's also something important about if you've got two people doing the same role, both work equally hard one's a bitch no offense and one has a bit of fun every now and then like mm. who are you going to pick yeah like so it's all about kind of bringing something personal and having a bit of a joke like on one of my first jobs everyone laughs because for most people that know me I enjoy motivational quotes and various other motivational bullshit things like that maybe that's why I asked the question <laughs> yeah literally yeah. um so I there was this one of my first jobs they let me put a quote on the call sheet every day and it was a kid's yeah. show and we're working out in Bow Desert which was pretty rural and it just kind of became a thing it was Cutsy's quote of the day which yeah. every day you'd send it out and even like the ABC would come back to us and be like great quote of the day today you yeah. know it's kind of just like all those little things that bring a bit of joy and inspire people yeah. and just keep them positive because I mean everything's hard we're not out here saving lives we're just making a movie but yeah. like you know, you just got to stay positive because nothing's impossible if you just believe. Oh, here we go. Here we go. That's your favorite. Um, so, mm-hmm. so we'll move off your little little career and, and everything at the moment. Uh, for us, being brother and sister, we've got a very good relationship. Um, I, I think we, we do. do. Uh, especially with mum and dad, very tight-knit family, despite you being away for the last six, six years? Six years now? Yeah, six Is years. Yeah. yeah, 2014 I so, left, yeah. Yeah, far out, time flies. Um, so, so now going in, into the next part of it all, um, we just want to talk about life at the moment and everything that's going on and we're just going to waft and go for the, for the next sort of little period of time. As we move on and we'll probably end up living together now again for like six weeks, it'll be the whole band's back together um, with the bloody, with the bloody <laughs> corona those- thing. Oh yeah, then we'll bring the band. Get a TikTok or oh, everywhere. don't even get me started. Have you TikToks yet? Have you created any? I know you've got no, a TikTok. I also have a TikTok. I, that Only... was about three days ago. The TikTok yeah. app downloading begun. Yeah, um, you haven't done any 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 ticking no. and talking. Nah, no I, ticking I still, and talking. I actually think now it might be gone. Like the whole craze soon will be sort of. I think people's idea of it was very good and it hit its sort of mark yes. and, and it will do very well at this period of time with, with Corona and everyone being at home. But I think the ne- next aspect of it, why well, I think Instagram will stand the test of time and probably why Facebook will will do a very similar is 
you got your photos, you got your video, you got so many different things mm-hmm. on Instagram that, that you can do. Which TikTok's only video, and then it's going to get to a point yeah. where people are just going to have enough of it, and it's all just doing dances and talking to talking over. You know, it's literally lip-syncing. just dancing. Like, it's just. What? And again, I think there's something about it where you look at people dancing and you go, "Okay, that is actually like it makes you feel happy in some respect too." You go yeah. look at all these people dancing, and you see videos with mums and dads, etc. But in your industry too, I don't know if it will continue like it's it had a very good organic reach for for the last couple of months so anyone could get yeah. famous pretty quickly whereas instagram now it's nearly impossible to blow up like you need something to like yeah. you need to already be famous for then your instagram to blow up it's not like you're producing yeah. cool videos or or something no. but i think tiktok's going to go through a period where it's going to stop and then someone's going to have to create another app um oh, they always that does be. oh there'll always be something that joins it but it's how it's that longevity now because i remember when my boys were bringing out the TikTok phase, Borneo, so September, October. And then now it's still all around. So it's like a six-month craze. But I just yeah. don't know if it will, con- will continue on too much uh, past that in the end. But what else are you doing? Uh, what are you excited for now? Uh, I think this is a thing at the moment for everyone. What's the three things you're excited for? Because you've got no work for six six weeks. Either do I. Minimum. What's, minimum. Minimum. What are you going to do? And what can people do to, instead of just watching Netflix the whole time to improve? Like, what are you going to try and do in this, this six-week period? Um, apart from daily exercise to finally get fit again. Correct. Get back to writing, which yeah. was, is kind of one of my top things I've been wanting to do for ages. That was why I always kind of got – I didn't, like, finish high school being like, oh, my God, I want to make films. Like, I hate cameras. I hate all that type of stuff. Like – I'm not really a content creator in that type of way, but I always wanted to write and that's something I've been doing for a really long time. So I think I'm going to try and sit down every day and just write a little bit. And my friends and I always joke every time something funny happens in our, in my life or something dumb happens, we're like for the book, for the script, yeah. for the TV show. So it's like, I'm just going to start jamming down ideas being like, okay, bam, 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 bam over the next couple of weeks. Cause you never kind of get that time to sit down and actually write and create in that type of way well i think you have to get to a point where i think for everyone in this and again it's been 10 days since from pod to pot but for this period of time this is if you can't do it now when are you yeah. going to ever do it and then if it's then i don't yeah. think it's a passion then i don't think it's a passion no and i think even the last week i've had some ups and down moments as you'll have ups and downs and everyone's gonna have ups and downs and that's why it's important yeah to, to chat to your mates and your, and your friends and even other people, just send them a text and see how they're going. Pick up a phone, even a five-minute conversation can, yeah. can help people oh, means, at this point. the world. Like. Oh, but if you're not passionate about it today when there is literally nothing else going on with your life in, yeah. and everyone else is going through the same thing, so it's not like someone's going to go, you're doing nothing with your day. And again, watch a movie all day if you want. But for like yeah. you, I'd say you're a very good writer. This is the perfect time just to start and that's – and, yeah. and you never know where it, where it can go to and and what can continue on there. And your story is hilarious. Um, and you will do some dumb shit as I do dumb shit. And I think it would be not too bad yeah. depending on how, how, how you do it. I will star as myself in said I show. I will make my debut. And, yeah, mum can star as mum, but we'll have to get someone else for dad, I would think. So, like, a more yeah, hipper. Well, I guess a cool nod. Dad's precious, but if there's any dancing scenes, we can't have him, you know? 
Nah, he's gone. Uh, I, I think he could play like another complete. He could play the teacher in it or something, but just not. I was gonna say, it. let's be real. Mum's gonna be an extra because she'll get too nervous and she'll laugh, laugh all day. And I was trying to explain this to her the other day and to a lot of people. Being on a film set is not that riveting. You do the same thing. So many, like I hate going to set. I fucking hate. Everyone knows it. I don't yeah. like to leave the office. The office is a safe place. You go to set, they start chucking radios at you. Like yeah. there's just so much happening, and but they're just doing the same shot, like from ten different angles, twenty times. Yeah. Mum would get bored after the first one, oh, so I'm I, like, I you think, just got to pop in as an extra. I think you'd put her to play herself in the pilot, and then you'd reshoot yeah. the whole pilot with someone else in it, just because she'd go, "Yeah, this is not for me," or you yeah. just have to go, "Yeah, it's we're going so in a different nothing. direction." Yeah, <laughs> going in a different direction, <laughs> love. Film is actually um, the least glamorous industry that everyone thinks is so glamorous. It's like, nah, it's not. That's why they're all just on the red carpets because it's the time they get glamorous. They're just sitting in their trailer yeah. the rest of the bloody day. Um, Whereas they're probably otherwise you look at junkets. the... Yeah, because all the lead actors otherwise gets up a couple of hours before everyone else to go through hair and makeup, last one to mm. get home. Like we even said poor Joe on the commons was going on turnaround every day for six months straight, which is only... Yes. 10 hours between being dropped off and picked up like because you just got to go into hair and makeup and then you got to wrap out and it's just not glamorous right? <laughs> but then 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 you're also paid the big bucks so you take yeah the big exactly bucks. um yeah that that's yeah, so compensated nice, for it. yeah very nice you can go to your nice mansion mansion after so do you um talk to us about your idea i know you're saying you're just sort of rumbling with it now straight away what what sort of would you be any anything you're basing it off? Any ideas? Is it more a comedy? Is it a bit of a drama? Is it a bit of both? What what do you think? Oh, definitely a bit of both. I was even laughing the other day because a lot of people probably know that I always want to write a cheerleading TV show, and I wrote a pilot for one in my last semester of uni. And in the past six months, Netflix has done a cheer doco and a cheer drama, which are both quite popular at the moment. And I'm just yeah. sitting back, being like. <laughs> like, you did get into yeah, that a I little mean, bit before too great. yeah oh yeah if i developed it at the time and actually got someone to properly write it could have been a freaking smash hit like, could have been a smash you might not be self-isolating in that apartment there you could be self-isolating somewhere much nicer <laughs> that's, you know I mean. lovely, Will. but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um the fee's actually good you got a you got a good setup there at the moment so you'll be fine yeah uh, you nice. got, only, only got nine only got nine more days um so what's two other things besides your writing and your exercise that you're wanting to to do or tick off at the moment i know dad's saying he wants to read more books or play more board games or whatever uh, um I'm, look i'm definitely watching more movies because i don't really yeah. watch movies and i'm yeah. making a rule which i broke today twice because it's musicals monday um that I'm going to at least every day, <laughs> I know, um, at least every day watch a new movie or TV series I haven't seen before because I've always yeah. lived under an extra large rock. So it's yes, time to have. kind of branch my horizons and watch more. I think that's a very valid Which is important because to Because you make. do live under a rock. Yeah, I do. It, and it's, it's got worse as time goes on, actually. People thought it would get better. But the film industry has, yeah, made my rock really. Yeah been underneath it so and i think with that industry yeah with that industry you have to um know what's going on and know the trends and uh right now you're living under a rock so for me in the the production office 
I don't do anything remotely creative, so it's fine. No. But whenever I want to bump up one day and climb to the line producer producer category of life, I yeah, I need to be watching more and knowing more and going to the movies oh, yeah. weekly. Well, I think at the moment there's enough stuff out there. And since you have my TV and all my logins, you will be fine. Um, hey, I, but I, I would... supply Stan. Thank you very much. Yeah, you do. Correct. Um, Thanks, comments. Yeah, so you're. I think that's very fair, and I'm trying to do the same stuff. Even though I rewatched John Wick three with Dad last night because he hadn't seen it, so I was like, "Have fun." Uh, I haven't we'll watch seen John, it. We'll watch John Wick. Um, but there's enough good stuff out there that you are able to watch at this point in time. Uh, yeah, I watched I yesterday. Yesterday was good. Oh, yesterday was that the um yeah. Beatles, the Beatles Beatles one? one? Yeah, yeah, it's very cute. Cause that. Which I know, I know the one. It's, is that with the Indian bloke or something? He's, yeah. Yeah, 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 on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Amazon's Prime. got some great content. Well, I actually think, and I think I've said this before on the pod, Amazon Prime is the best subscription service that is out there. Say it now, better than yeah, anything I think else. It's got, the, it's got the newest stuff, definitely. It's got some good new movies. The delivery service yeah. is very good. They're obviously inundated at the moment, so yeah with every with everything going on yeah i think everyone is um so last thing sis what are you going to try and do anything else besides movies tv Um, i could do more reading but mm, i get bored very easily which is quite a problem um i think that's a very cuts thing besides you're like me and mum both get bored bloody easily and then supremes will just sit there and do nothing or do the same thing for six hours and won't even bat an eyelid oh shivers it's four o'clock yeah You've and, been doing and everyone that. who knows me, I really struggle to chill. Like I'm the type of person that overschedules a weekend. I go from brunch to next activity to next activity to yeah. them and them, them. So I'm really struggling at the moment. I'm like, where are my friends? Let yeah. me meet people. <laughs> Even well, not did, getting I... a coffee. Like I was, I was like, I everyone was laughing because I was in Broken Hill for two weeks and already made besties with the local barista. And like, of course yeah. you've made friends. <laughs> like. That's you have very to. a Nan Griffiths trait though. But oh. yeah, I'm finding it really weird not to be able to kind of walk out and communicate with people or sit down. Like, I mean, it's great having FaceTime and Zoom and stuff like that. And yeah. I've scheduled in a few Zoom dinners with the gals this week. But yeah, it's weird uh, not being able to go out and socialise with people or do activities. I think that's for everyone though now since the new two people rule got announced last night. So whenever you listen to this, it's yeah. Monday. Um now I think it's really starting to hit with people though. Like you can't do anything. And I hate the crow no. chat, but I think everything at the moment is that or life is in, in that relation. Um, and this is what I want to I'll talk to you about now. And then I'm recording another pod in a couple of hours with, with Racy again. So I want to go over the same thing. He wants to work uh, in film and TV actually. He does. Okay. So he'll, yeah. he'll, uh, he'll give you a buzz at some point and have a chin wag. But I, but I think at what do you – and I think you could maybe tailor your answer to, to film and that industry yeah. now. But after this, what won't be the same? In say it's 2022, you're on a film set because mm-hmm. of what's happening now. Let's say life does go back and this thing disappears and, and we're back to being film sets. We're back to stadiums filled with fans and movie theatres with people yeah. in there. And maybe we're not doing the social distancing, but we're now more aware. What little things will be different now you think on a film set or in the film industry because of uh, this virus? I mean, I think it's going to impact us pretty hard. Like, I mean, a lot of industries are really struggling now, especially the entertainment industry. But 
what kind of a lot of people probably don't think about with film and TV is one of the main reasons we got shut down is like locations. We, yeah. especially doing RFDS, our main location is the Royal Flying Doctor Service. Now it's a medical yeah. facility with Corona. We physically yeah. couldn't get into our location yeah, and it relies on us filming a lot in people's houses, cafes, you know, yeah. you look at a TV show and you think, oh, like, I mean, a lot of it's, some of the main sets are studio based, but especially a lot of it in Australia is not like we're just rocking yeah. up to cafes. Well, not rocking up, but you know what I mean? It's a lot of trust, the general public and homeowners and, you know, landlords put a lot of trust in us when they let a film crew of a hundred people rock up to a location. So I think yeah. that might change now. People kind of worried about who's coming into their home and things like that. And I mean, we would personally, like I was saying something the other day, I was like, there's no way film can operate with social distancing rules. How can you have yeah. two lead actors one and a half metres apart? You know, you can't have a camera operator and then the focus puller <laughs> that far apart. Yeah. Like everyone's right up in each other's grills. Like you, you have to be like, You've got to have your boom up there. You've got to have 50 yeah. people in one small room. It's a very collaborative industry and everyone kind of relies on each other to be different pieces in the puzzle, whether it's hair and makeup or costume, you know? So I think, yeah, I don't think in the future, who knows how it's going to affect us really, but it's definitely an industry that can't keep going on like this. Like, I mean, for you in soccer, like everyone was laughing, what, you can't tackle people? You can't like, yeah. it, just, it, it just doesn't work. Like. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, don't stand next to someone in the corner. Like, how is that supposed to work? Like, are you supposed to give them 1.5 metres? Um, I, that just didn't make any sense. Um, so, yeah, as because I think what might on the secondary thing that will affect you guys in the future is, especially for film and if movie theatres ever come yeah. back to the way that they were before, because I know some people are saying... theatres were becoming popular again. Like, they were going through a resurgence, I feel. I think Australia, they went through a massive resurgence and I think a lot of people blame your big studio movies and the fact that yeah. uh, your independent movies were was, was struggling. 100% they were, they were struggling. Um, but I think the movie theatres actually became more popular because of the big movies and people yeah. started to come back again and like the action. Yeah. They were the ones making the money, whereas we went through a bit, not an independent craze, but I'd say for 05 yeah. to 12, 13, there was less big budget movies, what meant people didn't want to go yeah. and it was expensive and it wasn't an event, I think, as much. So they're the little ones that are complaining, whereas now these bigger ones yeah. are back in and people still complain that it's just these ones doing the movies now. It's, it is what it is. But I think that will be the next thing is how the movie theatre chains come back. Yeah. If, if they are... I hope it doesn't go back to now they have to pay 25 bucks to go to the movies to recoup costs, oh, no. etc. But again, do because I know the Hoitzers and stuff here all have gone to the, the wider seats and they're not as bunched up and yeah, you know, all pretty much all are reclining now and, and everything. So it's like a mini well, it's gold a better class. experience for everyone, so they're more happy to go and spend a few dollars. It's more of an experience right. than Jamie and cattle, like. Well, and, and there's a bit more space too already yeah. in, in the Hoitzers, but then you go to like say a Mitchum or something where it is tight together and you basically, yeah. the seat in front is like an airplane in, in the same sort of respect that someone's right next to you. So I think that may change and, and how they do that. And I just think the whole handling of food and the handling of all that sort of stuff like tickets oh, and how that okay. changes now is me giving you something. It's the same with cash, but will I ever give someone a ticket so they rip and I think again, give yeah. it two or three years and everything will go back to similar norms. Um, but the travel we, we one that's going to throw a lot of people, I mean, it could potentially wreck the Aussie film industry because we were having big budget films like 
I mean, Marvel's got Shang-Chi and Thor yeah. filming, which was meant to be filming at Fox right now. But yeah. a lot of the key creative team and cast are all from the US. So until the borders reopen again, they can't keep going. Like, I mean, we no. were kind of lucky in a lot of the smaller Aussie budget films and TV series that were going at the moment were just Aussie cast and crew. But that was why most of them had to shut down too. If you can't have people coming from different states or from overseas, mm. like, I mean, even we get equipment from everywhere. Like, you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stuff up a lot of things. And who knows if everyone's kind of hopeful we'll be back in two months. But unless things change rapidly, I don't think the industry is going to recover for a long time. No, and I think while we've still got the isolation rules, there's no way, let's say, Thor, uh, um, obviously Chris is already here in, on, on the Gold Coast, but uh, yeah. Tom, Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston's not doing 14 days in self-isolation and he's not no. going into a generic hotel that the Australian government give him. So no. I, I, don't, I don't see those those things happening at this point in oh, time. Oh, no, when uh, those ones start to shut down too because as soon as one person on that film comes semi into contact with someone who's got it, they've got yeah. crews of over a thousand people. Like the odds are pretty, that, oh, the odds you know, are high. something like that's going to, the odds are high. <laughs> like, knock out odds a director or something. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a bit of a problem, but I don't think those type of films will be able to go back for a couple of months, unfortunately. And we're no, not back they're... until we're getting traveling as normal and pubs and everything's open. That's when, the industry will be able to go back and like yours will as well. Yeah, I think we'll, uh, it'll be a six month thing anyway. And I think all these movies will get pushed back. Everything will get pushed back. All yeah. these release dates will change. And maybe the ones in the future might be fine. And the 2022 ones, it just means yeah. that Marvel might have four films, five films in production at the same time instead of three because it's still a money making industry. So these guys want to, they're putting all this money oh, into they it. Keep they want Yeah they got to make their money back soon and they can't disrupt their whole plans for six months. They can push some things back, but it might just mean we get three Marvel movies in six months. What might cost it's the kind of funny. It was, yeah, a yeah. lot of us were laughing though, because um, it's funny how in times like this, the things people rely most on are the film and TV industry and, you know, listening to music and art and all that stuff. And that's kind of what shuts down so quickly and, everyone's going to in six months time go, why is there new co- no new content? Or yeah. why has my sh- favorite show on Netflix stopped halfway through a season? Not realizing that a lot of these shows are kind of filming as they go. Um, well, yeah. And that's it. Like even I was saying to the girls before, I was like, oh, the bold type, you know, they've had to shut. And everyone's like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, well, they're still filming as they're churning out one episode a week. Like yeah. these type of shows in, we're going to get to three, four months time and there's going to be no new content on Netflix apart from old releases they'd scheduled for later in the year trying to pump stuff out because everyone's had to stop production. Well, yeah, I think that's going to, yeah, like, so that's going to be the biggest, that's the, the staples for six months are going to be pushed back. All, all those things will yeah. be will be stopped. And I think people go, like you said, they go to music, they go to film and TV and they go to sport in times of need yeah. and when they're not feeling good and sure. once people start running out of sport what they have now because there is none once yeah. they start running out no of music no. because no artist is releasing really an album now because they can't connect it with a tour well, they can't, to, they can't no. sell tickets to a tour and okay maybe the tours are less than six promo, months time like... no, they can't do anything they can't go on radio stations they can't drop all, no. any of that stuff and film and tv once we stop that we've we've got nothing to watch soon so and that's why we always just re-watch Friends um, in the oh, end. Oh, yeah. So, I was watching How I Met Your Mother last night, the classic, oh, the staples. Like, 
So I've just rewatched Brooklyn Nine Nine again, just to also done that recently. <laughs> Have you been watching the new season on SBS? Oh, is it, is it actually out on SBS now? One ep a week, every Tuesday. Okay, well, I'm behind because I only just finished season six. So season seven. Oh, no, you're probably about up to ep seven, I reckon. Yeah, it's saying episode 11 on Wikipedia now. So uh, Yeah, hop on SBS On Demand every Tuesday. That's good because that gives me a... Uh, I'm going to say run, but I think everyone knows that I will be swift jogging, swift walking uh, on the treadmill. Yeah, so, yeah but if you uh, do your little swift walk a day, that makes a difference. That gives me a couple of things to uh, watch anyway. So it's a good, good season. Well, yeah, look at this. Where are we? Da, da. Oh, no. Cool. There's That works well. So I was, I was, I was actually a little uh, like, oh, I need to catch up now. So perfect. Uh, they're the sort of lulls we have on the chat show. Now, Eri, um, we'll, we'll finish it up now because I've got another pod to record with Reese soon. Um, busy. So we'll, yeah, yeah, quite busy yeah. at the moment. I've done nothing else. Made some sausage rolls today. It looked delightful. Um, so they were very good. I was actually surprised um, how how good they tasted. Uh, I knew they were going to be good, but. Uh, even just getting back into mom and dad's kitchen, they don't have everything that you need. All the no, herbs and spices. And you're kind of too, which many people would know. Yeah, now now they would know. Um, so no, that's that's today. I was recording a couple of pods. Put this out tomorrow is the aim, or or tonight. At one point, give people some content. But all I'd say, and I'll get you to leave um, some people with one of your motivational quotes. Um, not oh. use one you already said. So think about it. I'll give you about thirty seconds yeah. to a minute to think of oh, a motivational great, one. Um, so, but I think for everyone at the moment is again, to stay safe, stay, uh, social distancing, but focus on things that you haven't had time to focus on at this point in time. What I think is important as we've discussed a bit today is make sure, um, you start doing these other, other things that you might've not had time for. So whether it's cooking, whether it's doing some art, whether it's creating a podcast or writing a, writing a script or something, focus yeah. on some other things you don't always get time to do. Call a friend. Skype them, WhatsApp message them. Walk around the kitchen bench, you know. Yeah, just tell. Yeah, just tell them where they are, uh, where they are, and what they're doing, etc. And that we're always thinking of them. Uh, So now I want to leave us with a motivational quote or a saying. Okay. Yeah. I think it's very important for this time. Remember that it's okay to be a glow stick. Sometimes you have to break before you shine. Oh, very good. Very good. Very good. That's just the utter bullshit that comes out of all of us is perfect. So, again, sis, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. And once Thanks for we, having me, bro. In, in nine days, uh, can't wait for these can't to finish wait. as quickly as possible. So you're back here in the household. We can actually do a face-to-face a pod. And that's, when I'll have, that's when I'll have the whole fam on. So I think we'll do a whole four of us um, at that one time. That would be a lot. What will be a crazy, crazy, crazy uh, hour of entertainment for everyone. But again, thank you very much, sis. Uh, and Thanks, bro. C- keep Talk chatting, soon. everybody, and we'll, and we'll see you soon. Ta-da. Bye.